Zach and there's Auntie Donna boys. They pretty much live here. Yeah, right. This is their this is their home, right? They built this from all their Donna money. Right? Right. And because they have no money left for their houses, uh-huh. they live here. Oh, is that true? They yeah. live here? I assume This is a share house. That they live here. <laughs> and they share the house. Oh my god. Can we go find them? I don't know if they're around. Can we run around and ask where the Donner boys are? I think they get that all the time. <laughs> and I'm sure it annoys the shit out of them. No, I'm sure they love it. I'm sure they love... Well, I was here the other day and then Zach was here. Oh, yeah. And yeah. like he's like, he waved at me. Oh, he waved? Did you wave first? Or no, he... he waved first. He's a nice guy. I was distracted. Um... And then like, oh, I got Zach, is it? Uh, yeah. He's waving at me I'm like, okay, I guess it is. He's nice. Is this official? Have we officially started? I mean, whether or not we use this or not. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. I reckon. It, I reckon that'd be nice. I reckon that'd be really nice. This is so candid. This is what the world needs. Uh, you want. You're in charge. Everyone says Peter Dutton looks like a potato. Yeah. I think he looks like claymation. Hmm. Claymation is a good observation because he's got very tight, tight skin, um, and a hard-looking head. And his mouth and his face doesn't express that much. I would agree. Mm. I would agree. It seems like it would Is cost a, a lot of money to yeah. get that face moving. Yeah, yeah. He would need the opposite of Botox. He would need something. What is the opposite of Botox? I guess just aging and living living a stressful life. Aging. Hold on, I'm writing this down. I'm pretending to write this down. You're not writing it down. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. For you're, the, you're pretending to write. Okay. So you're going to be candid about that. For okay. the sole purpose of this podcast, you just got to imagine theater of the mind. All right. So shall I go along with every bit of theatrical nonsense you do then? Well, that would be great. Shall I? It will make the podcast pop. Okay. If I, if I just pretended like everything you say you're doing is getting done. Yes. All right. And I am wearing my pink mask right now. Yeah. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes. Which everyone knows. Correct. Means I'm in character. All right. I don't know. It's interesting because I've never had to vocally sound like I am seeing things that aren't there. Because usually in life when things are there, you just sort of... It comes naturally. You just go... You, well, you don't even... You know, you just... Things are there. But I guess I'll just ha have to act natural and just pretend as if it's there. Like acting. Which is very hard to do right now because you're on strike, right? Apparently, you're a member. You're a member of SAG. I am a member of SAG. Yeah, I think so. I I think I am. I pay dues every now and then. I but I am literally. Did you Google that? I am a member of SAG. 
I didn't know the SAG thing. Yeah. I think that was just a good guess. Yeah, I am a member of SAG. I was, yeah, that's that's absolutely true. But I, I don't know. I'm not following any of that stuff in America. I mean, go, I'm go, I, good for them. I don't follow the news, so I'm, I'm dumb. So just um, don't promote anything. I don't promote anything. I just good. I just yeah. I'm just here. If I ever you ever decide to film limbo comedy. Your, a monthly alternative comedy room, a club Voltaire, Saturday nights. Last Saturday night of every Last month. Last Saturday night of every month. Yep. If you decide to film that and try mm. to like sell it to like a streaming service, you can't promote it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess not. Oh, well, I just filmed my comedy festival show. Uh -huh. well, what are you looking to put that on? YouTube. I've... Are they striking against YouTube? I don't know. Or is it just... I think if you're putting it on YouTube by yourself and not through like a like a company, yeah. that may, maybe that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not... I mean, I'm not going to earn any money from it because I didn't make any effort to get the rights to any of the songs we used um, because that was too much work. Oh, who wants to pay APRA fees? Mm, so I'm just not... The only problem with that is I can't make money off it and Russia won't show it, which I'm going to go out on a limb and say, I don't, I don't give a shit about Russia. Now remembering your show. Yeah. There was a lot of anti-Putin sentiments. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty hard on that. And I know, and I still know nothing about it, but I just wanted to have some kind of point of view. Yeah. Well, these shows these days, you got to have some kind of thing you're fighting for or yeah. against or like, this is how I feel. Yeah. And Putin. I was like, I was like, that, go to hell. That guy can go to hell. That guy can go to hell. And there was a lot of backlash. Yeah. Like you stood up and you said, you know what? Mm. Fuck Putin. Yeah. Get out of the Ukraine. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone's like, no. Yeah. Which is weird because I never fought like a like a festival, fringe festival, comedy festival audience would be so pro-Russia and anti-Ukraine. I know. As soon as they got it, they, they, as soon as they got a whiff of it, they just that was all my audiences. I sold out every night. But I couldn't get through the show because people were screaming. Because I just I hate I, I hate Putin and Russia. Speaking thought, of hating Putin and Russia, mm -hmm. I got Dougie Baldwin here with me. Hi, hello, hi. I'm just noticing they got the stupid old studio logo on the back of the microphone, and it's really it's really nice. God, it's so nice in here. God, it's so nice in here. Oh, imagine having branding on your microphone. Yeah, they got plants. They've got they've got we're on the screen. I look like I'm on the Joe Rogan podcast, except it's Ross Purdy, which is even better. Hey, everyone who's listened to this podcast knows that I originally called this podcast the Joe Rogan Experience. Oh, really? Before before the before the JR experience that we now know. I think it was like during Oh. They sent me a cease and desist. Oh, okay. So you stole. You were trying to just take their name. I guess that's the subtext. Yeah. Um, that's a running joke on the show. The amount of times I've said that to a guest. Yeah. I haven't kept count. <laughs> so let's say it's a lot. That seems like a really smart attempt to get more viewers. Just call your podcast after the most famous podcast in the world. Exactly. <laughs> right? I was going to call it WTF of Mark Maron, but then Joe Rogan experience kind of toppled that. Yeah. Well, that's what I tried to call my comedy fest show The Big Bang Theory, but that didn't, that, uh, but it, no, it didn't work. 
But you could have said it was named after the actual theory, not the sitcom. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And there's not, a, I don't think there's a pattern on the theory, is there? No, absolutely not. I you can say it's yours. I could say it's mine because they don't have ownership over that name, do they? No. Those guys over at uh, Warner Brothers. Now, Warner Brothers, let's just say they're dumb idiots. They're dumb idiots. Oh, I don't know that I can say. I actually worked for Warner Brothers, Ross. Really? I know, I know people there. Really? Yeah, look, listen, you can actually, listen, listen. I like Warner Brothers. They, 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 gave, me, they gave me a lot of money. And they're fine. Mr. Diplomatic Dougie Baldwin wants to work, wants to work again sometime. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anything else? What about uh, Paramount? Yuck. Those guys smell like shit, apparently. You've never worked for Paramount? No. I've never worked either. I haven't. I've ne- yeah. But I was an unpaid intern. Really? I was paid an exposure. Oh. What did they expose you to? The horrors of <laughs> unskilled labor. Yeah. 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 Cool. Do you have any other questions? Are you uh, gonna, did you? Did you, did you <laughs> uh, oh, is, it, is this an interview show? This is more like an interrogation show. All right. I don't know what you know or don't know about this I know podcast. Nothing. I know nothing. But this show is an interrogation. Okay. All right. Great. Think of it like Guantanamo Bay. Okay. And you're going to get waterboarded. Okay. Great. With hard-hitting questions. Yeah. Okay, great. That was my first question. Okay. Um, uh, Yeah, okay. Well, I'm, yes. Yes. Hmm. Mr. Diplomatic Dougie Baldwin wants to work. With the burp again. You're not going to get anything out of me, Ross. I'm going to be nothing but professional and kind, and people are going to walk away from this podcast going, wow, let's get him on board. So you try your hardest to ruin me. Uh, often I often just ruin myself. Yeah. Yeah. Well. And you- because I ruined myself and you did nothing to stop it, that actually kind of shines a light on you and the type of person you are. Okay, so I need to help you from destroying your your image, yourself, today? Yes, if you cared at all. If you were any kind of human. Jesus Christ. Okay, all right. All right, I'm here. Okay, all right, what do we got? We got, an, we got, we got 50 minutes. I'm gonna, we, you're going to walk away from this looking fantastic. Great, that's what we need. Yeah. I need a, like a new face, let's yeah. say. Yeah. Like a facelift. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to provide you with that today. Good. Yeah. Okay, what can I... What? what how... How do you look so sharp? How does one look so sharp or how do I look so sharp? How do you look so sharp? Do you th- uh, and how can I use that to make myself look sharp? Um, uh, you know, how often do you get your hair cut? Uh, every 12 years. Every 12 years? Yeah. How, ha- how long does your hair grow? Like that, like if you let it, if you really let it go, what does it look like? How long did it take to get to where it is now? Couple of weeks. Couple of weeks from a shaved head. Well, I haven't completely shaved my head before. Mm. Is that what you're suggesting? I should completely shave my head? No, I don't. I don't know. I'm not good at. I I, I don't know how to be. Sh- do Do you really? Do you legitimately think I'm sharp looking? I'm not sharp. 
Uh, said you were sharp looking, not that you were sharp. Oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm very soft to touch. I'm like butter. But unlike butter, you look sharp. Thanks. Yeah, I would say, I would say, um, uh, Bassetti Barberia on Ligon Street, they do really good haircuts for 50 bucks. And um, H&M and Uniqlo generally have pretty um, clean looking uh, clothes. Let me pretend to write this down. Okay. That's fantastic that you're literally doing that. Um, So I reckon, you know, get yourself a haircut. Get yourself a haircut. Yeah, get a haircut. And, you know, it's all about feeling good about yourself as well. Like I, I find flossing really helps with my confidence when I floss. So when I know that I'm socializing my my mouth is clean the viral dance no 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 the the dental procedure but mm. Mm. i can do the viral dance you yeah. know you put your arms in front of then you put your arms in the back and then yeah but i can't can you do that for me now okay here we go and i'm gonna do it without really changing my position in this chair so you have to pretend i'm doing it <laughs> that's a no I'm doing it. You're asking me to do a lot of work here today. You've asked. <laughs> That's not. You're just. Ross Purdy is taking one fist and putting it in front of his stomach and then behind his back and then he's rota- and then he's switching. That's how you do the That's floss. That's not floss. The flossing has you have to you have to like. I mean, I don't know. I've never attempted it. You got to stand up and do it. it to do it properly. Like- but I'm not going to do it. Well, Dougie's actually doing it. See, I don't know if that's right though. It seems like you've got to catch some kind of momentum. That seems about right to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's right. That's how. That's exactly how it's done. So you can do that too to feel feel better about yourself if you like. So what you're saying is, the fuck are we talking about? Um, that's this podcast. <laughs> uh, Ross yeah. Perry destroys comedy. Description: What the fuck are we talking about? Yeah. Do you want me to? Que- do you want me to queer eye you right now? Is that what you? Is that what you want? Um, yeah, that really helps. It's all about, it's all about internal work, Ross. It's all about, um, when you leave the house, you know, you are the cleanest you can be. Hmm. And if you're, if you, (laughs) and if you're clean that way, you know, no one's going to smell you or see anything off color on you or in your mouth. And then you can walk around town knowing that you're, you're feeling pretty good about yourself. I can get the external part of me clean, mm-hmm. but I can't clean my organs. That's the internal part. Yeah. What about your mind? How do you talk to yourself? Do you, you know? You're a piece of shit. Yeah, see that's You're a- never going to get anywhere. You're a piece of shit. No one likes you. You're a piece of shit. That's a recurring thought. You're, I bet I'm a piece of shit. Do you really? Do you really? Well, I reckon you should, I reckon you should substitute that with... I'm a good guy. I'm a good guy. Because how you talk to yourself is how you talk to others, you know. When I walked in here today, you called me a piece of shit. And that's probably because you think you're a piece of shit. I was projecting. Mm. And you, I'll admit that right now. That's big of you. That's really big of you. You were you were you were hot-headed when I came in here. And it was but it was like casual. You were like, "Hey, you're a piece of shit, obviously." 
I needed to get it out of my system. Yeah, it wasn't. It was. It was. It was directed towards myself, and I just needed to get it out there to the nearest person I could see. Yeah, you were the first person I saw. Yeah, you were the target of my wrath. Yeah. Yeah. And that's okay because I've, I, I've just had my first coffee. I've gone for a run today and I'm, fe- I'm feeling, I, I bought some flowers, which is always puts me in a good mood. So I was okay. But just so you know, get that, get that internal monologue going okay. a little more positively. B should be, you, you should be on Ross Purdy's team a little bit more. You should be on Ross Purdy's team. You know what I'm saying? Cause I am. Ross Purdy doesn't play sports. So what team are you okay. talking about? All right. I'm going to talk to you in metaphors here, okay? What's a metaphor? Okay. I've never used one in my life. A metaphor is like something that you... A, a metaphor is like something that you... Is like you you might use an example of... Uh, uh, fr- from a different context to shed light on something within the relevant context. Like a simile. Um, like a, like a, like assimilation? No, not like a simulation. Like well, in, those, in a way, in a those meta- Terminator movies. Um, I didn't see the Terminator ones, but RoboCop. Um, didn't see RoboCop. No. Do you, do you? Okay, keep listing films then. I guess. RoboCop two. No. Okay, I've not seen any of the RoboCop franchise. Okay. The Robocop reboot? No, I haven't seen any. I don't count that as part of the franchise. What other was... movies have you seen? Lars von Trier's The Idiots. I've not seen any of these films. Have you seen Jurassic Park? Um, is that the one with Jeff Goldblum? Yeah. And he's the science guy. Yeah. And he goes into a teleporter, but a fly gets into teleporter thing. Mm. And then he comes out. And he's slowly turning into a fly. No, that might be Ant-Man. I don't know. No, Ant-Man's the one where Paul Rudd is a 40-year-old man and he's married to Leslie Mann. This isn't, it's impossible to help you. This is, okay. Um, <laughs> what, what might Robocop be a metaphor for? Really, it's a lot about how capitalism is real bad. Yeah. So there you go. So really, you're not watching a film about a, I think, a robotic cop. Am I close? It is a robotic cop. Mm. Who? But the, what that's saying is capitalism's bad for some reason. It's more of a cyborg cop. Okay, so which it's is a, a cy- totally different right. type of robot. Okay, so it's not full robot doggy. All right. All right, but that's we're getting lost in the details here. A cyborg, so but it's a metaphor. It's not. It's nothing to do with the cyborg. The cyborg is telling you that capitalism is bad. You know, that's what. A, that's a metaphor. Cyborg RoboCop is a metaphor for. It would make a lot more sense if it was cyborg cop. Yeah, because it's a dead guy, and they bring him back to life as a. Was that? A, Oh, is that what a cyborg is? Someone who's been brought back to life with technology. Well, it's a cyborg's like a half human, half robot. But this guy's still human. He's still got human parts, Robocop. Ah, oh, okay. So I think that's a cyborg. Mm, all right. Yeah, it should be called Cyborg Cop then. Although I don't think that would have sold as well. It doesn't pop as much. You know? <laughs> no. No. It's like, um, oh, yes, we were talking about, um, yesterday I was talking about 9-11. In Australia, it's 11-9. And I was like, do you think that would have been as big of a tragedy if it, if it was 11-9? Because 9-11 really rolls off the tongue quite nicely. Mm. But 11-9, I don't think it would have been nearly as famous if it 
if it was if that happened in Australia because the date was backwards. Yeah, eleven nine. Job insight is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'd be we we wouldn't know how to handle it. We wouldn't know how to sell it. America sold that. Did you know nine one one only the the emergency line only came in after nine eleven. Did you know that? I didn't know that, but Bef- now I do. Before that, you just dialed zero and then a lady was like, what's wrong? And you'd be like, I need a cop, a, a, cy- a robocop maybe. A cyborg. Um, but then the, the, an American named 911. They, they, the, their emergency line is a direct tribute to their biggest tragedy. Yes. It's a reminder of what can happen <laughs> if, you don't, if you don't have someone to stop it beforehand. If they remind themselves of the tragedy they couldn't prevent, they can prevent further tragedies. Does this line of thinking make sense? Okay, so you're thinking that that making the emergency line 911 is an incentive for all the emergency workers to be like, I don't want that to happen again. So let's make sure we work, we focus today. Yeah, if no one dials 911 ever (laughs) again. That seems stupid. Then you know, no, it's actually kind of (laughs) genius. Oh, is it? Uh, Yeah, well, It's actually kind of (laughs) genius. You think so? You think that's a smart way? You think that's a smart cycle, like a, like a really subtle. If nothing bad ever happens, no one will ever dial 911 again. Therefore, 911 will never happen again. Oh, you're thinking of it like we want to avoid ever really even talking about those numbers. Or dialing it. Or dialing it. Yeah. Can you imagine... <laughs> So yeah, because that that would be horrible if you've like broken your leg and then you're also like, oh, I've got to call emergency services. Oh, remember that tragedy? Mm. Oh, hi, yeah. Can I get an ambulance? Yeah. You know, nine one one is a joke. Is it really? Yeah. What do you mean? Better wake up, smell real flavor. What? Flavor Flav. Hmm. We all know Flavor Flav. He's a uh, who is Flavor? That sounds really familiar. Flavor Flav. Who is Flavor Flav? Member of uh, Public Enemy. <laughs> Member of Public Enemy? The, the, oh. the hip-hop. Oh, he's a hip-hop guy. The hip-hop guy. What songs do what I know of his? 911 is a joke. Oh, oh, that's one of his songs. 911 is a joke. Yeah. Oh. It's actually a genius reference and everyone understood it but you. You're talking to <laughs> someone who knows very little about so much. <laughs> So, so if I said Chuck D, you wouldn't know who Chuck D is. Um, uh, Chuck D, no. Is he another hip-hop guy? He's the other guy in Public Enemy. Oh, Public, just, en- Public Enemy was a hip-hop group. Yeah, like it was the a Backstreet gr- Boys, but hip-hop. Yeah. A lot of, it was more of a duo. Chuck D was kind of like the smart guy, and Flavor Flav was kind of like the dumb guy. Oh, okay. Okay. Like the straight man and yeah. silly guy. You're really funny. You're, I, I keep, I've been thinking in, in coming to this podcast and seeing you at gigs lately, I think you're so funny. When I first saw you perform, I wasn't sure what was happening, which I'm sure you get a lot. And I was on Mushrooms and I walked in halfway through your comedy festival show. Do you remember that show? And you got my friend up on stage. This is such a departure from what we were talking about. I was, but fi- I, I was thinking, what Flavor Flav show would you go to <laughs> while on Mushrooms? Anyway, sorry. Um, what were we talking about before? I was trying to help you with your look as well. You said you didn't get me, but now you do. But now I think you're really funny. This is why I'm here today. I was very happy, pleased that you asked me. 
um, yeah. But Doggy. You, yeah. Do you want to be best friends? Yeah. Let's be best friends. That's yeah. part of the reason to invite you on. Mm, really? Yes. Okay. Okay. I've yeah. Okay. All right. Let's be best friends. Okay, that's a huge commitment, though. What do I have to? Should we just start off as friends? Maybe we'll be. Maybe we'll just be friends. Yeah. And then we'll see if. And then I'll see if you're the best at that. Yeah, because I'm worried. Yeah. I mean, I call myself internally a piece of shit so much. Yeah. What Ma- the? F- yeah, we forgot about that. Maybe I'm not actually that good a friend because. Because I'm not even a good friend to myself. See how Super I brought it all together. That's a re- and but that's a really good point. Have you been? Have you done therapy? Have you been in therapy much? Yes, you have. Um. <clears throat> Because that's so true. Whenever I'm like properly looking after myself and I'm properly actually listening to myself and like looking after myself, I am a better friend to other people because I'm not, I'm not coming to my friends with so much self-hatred that I think they need to help me with. If I can look after myself, it's a lot less weight to carry and I can be present and loving with my friends. So yeah, if you want to be my best friend, if you want to be my best friend, stop calling yourself a piece of shit. Stop the self-flagellation. Yeah. Stop flagellating yourself. Flagellate. You're going to flagellate yourself senseless. And I'm going to be left to pick up the pieces. And no one wants that. No. Not particularly you. I don't want to pick up the flagellating. I don't want to pick up the, uh, the pieces of a self-flagellated Ross Purdy. Flagellation is a funny word, right? What does it mean? Flagellation is like, like self-loathing. Self-loathing. Yeah, like self-flagellation is like really letting yourself have it, right? So flagellation <laughs> is like you're letting others have it? Um, I Wait, so flagellation is like you're letting other people have it? Oh, like you're... I'm just trying to guess because oh. self-flagellation... It sounds letting, like masturbating to me. It does. It sounds like masturbation and fellatio in yeah. one. I'm going to flagellate. I'm going to flagellate myself. Yeah. Or fellatio, masturbation, ejaculation. Yeah. Fellatio fellatio plus masturbation equals What did you say? Ejaculation. Ejaculation. Mm. It, it's when the it's when the stuff comes out. Oh yeah, that's right. That's when the stuff oh, comes out. What a what what a mess, right? It Don't is you wish mess. you could do that without making a mess? It's really an advertisement against itself, really. Oh. Cuz it's like it supposedly feels so good. But then you also just left with the cleanup. You're left with the cleanup. Yeah. But all good things have to be cleaned up. All good things need a need a good wash. I was gonna say all good things have to cream. <laughs> all the best people, all the best people cream. Even though some of the worst people have been in the band creed cream. Who were in? Who was in the band Cream? Flavor Flav, uh, Eric Clapton. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. What's your stance against against vaccinations? Oh, I think people should get them. Okay. Okay. All right. I think people should probably get vaccinated. What about England? You yeah. got any opinions about the type of people that should be in or, or out of England? You know, I well, I was born there, and my family, a lot of my family, lived there. Um, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you're like, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone <laughs> knows this. <laughs> Have you done any research on me today? Um, sorry, what's my opinion on who should who should live and shouldn't live in the UK? Van, you're not Eric Clapton. Wait, what? What? Sorry, what? Do you have a strong opinion about who should be in England or out of England? No. Then you're not Eric Clapton. What did Eric Clapton say about people in England? He was like... (laughs) He wanted England to be kept a certain colour, let's say that. Oh, I'm so stupid. Um, No, this show is stupid. um, I just uh, batter my guests uh, with non-sequitur pop culture references and this is where listening to it would have helped you. Yeah, yeah. no, you know, I like, uh, no, he, Eric Clapton's gonna know. Am I helping you look better? Do you think, do, how do you feel? How do you feel now? I actually look worse. Fuck, you are looking worse too. Yeah. Your eyes weren't bloodshot before we started. Dude. Yeah. And I haven't even done any drugs. No. Have you done, have you done any drugs? Have you tried any, um. Have I done drugs? Yeah. What are you, uh, let's get down to it. Fucking cop. No. No. Mm, didn't like I'm how your best long, friend. I didn't know how long it took you to decide that no, you're not a cop. Well, I had to run through, I had to flick through a few pages of, um, no, I'm not a cop. Flick through pages of what? I'm not a cop, Ross. I was on acid in the closing night party of comedy festival. Yeah, you were you were you were quite sweaty and running around. You you ran past me and shook my hand, and I went, "Wow, that man is damp." Yeah, yeah, I think I scared the hell out of you. Um, yeah, you kind of came out of nowhere. You almost slid in, and you shook my hand, and I was like, "Wow, you are soaking." You were on acid. Yeah. Why were you so sweaty? I guess acid makes you sweat. Were you just dancing a lot? Do you like dancing? Turns out when I'm really like off my head, I like to dance. What do you like to dance to? All the hits. All the hits. Mm. Mm. All the classics. Yeah. Yeah, you were very sweaty. That was before I really knew. Do Yeah, that was before I knew you really at all. Which is why it probably scared the hell out of you. Yeah, you were very excited though. You were very, very excited and wet. Yeah. You were very, very wet. You looked like you just jumped into a pool. You were you were very, very wet. Was particularly was that place particularly a hot box? Or am I just incredibly out of shape? I don't know. I think the latter. It was it could be a bit of both. Yeah. Are you looking to get into shape? Well, I keep suggesting to people I should get liposuction, but everyone's like, no, work work towards it. And I'm like, no. Um, <laughs> you just want to, how expensive is like, can you afford liposuction? Absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe just go for a, maybe go for some, maybe go for a walk. Do you like going for walks? Dougie, if you know anything about me, I go for walks all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And one thing you'll learn, particularly from the tone of this podcast, mm-hmm. you ne- you'll never know what's real and what's not. Yeah, I'm getting that. I'm I'm three steps behind. I am um All right, why don't you hit me with another question then? 
Okay. I hope I'm making you look good. I hope I'm. Um, how did you get? You've your not start? prepared anything, have you? You're just talking shit now. You're just thinking off the top of your head. That's an interview. Oh yeah. All right. Okay. What were you gonna? How did I start? What? And anything. Um, Living. My mother. Um, accidentally got pregnant with me, and. I think she decided to go with it and was like, let's just br- embrace it. And she did. And she sent me to school and stuff. And then uh. and then I was like, I want to be an actor. And then she signed me up for dance lessons. And I went, mm. I went, no, no, no. I want to be like Adam Sandler and John Travolta. And they went, well, they like to dance. And I went, what? And then I said, and, I said, and then I signed up to a little drama academy called Helen O'Grady in which I... Um, Played many great roles. I uh, played Timmy True Love in the Triumph of Timmy True Love. Ah, yeah, that's the that's the co lead. That's well, it's the lead. It's it's and the Triumph. Well, yes, the Triumph. <laughs> yes, of course, the Triumph. Yeah, it, it was Timmy that's True Love a, and the Triumph. The Triumph insult comic dog. Um, I I guess so, but I I I I, th- I think I think I'm I think I can confidently say without offending anyone that I was the lead. I think the triumph was more of a vibe, was more of a something to think about, you know. It wasn't triumph of the will, was it? Um, no, it was more. There was like the story was I was like a local hero, and the villain was like a landlord of this town that was demanding more rent. Oh wow, progressive before it's time. Yeah, and then because uh, I don't remember, I just remember like there was like a chorus of like I don't know, a, a whole bunch of the roles were just like um, local people that were like we can't afford to live here, and the main villain had a cape and like was and like a lackey yeah. and was like I can charge whatever I want, and then Trevor Trulove came in and I guess helped. I don't know. Don't vilify me, Lord Villiers. Your verbosity is but vanity, you vindictive, venomous viper. That was a line that I had to say. And now it's stuck in your head. Yeah. And you I just never... you just take that out at parties. <laughs> yeah, people love that at parties. Love it at parties. They love it at, you know, they, they love it everywhere. Um But that's sort of the that's the nut that's my life in a nutshell. Ah. So how is Timmy Truloff? Um your comedy? Is Timmy True Love my comedy? Is it your comedy? That's a question. You're saying I don't do any questions. I'm doing questions. questions. Are you looking at yourself or are you looking at the time? I, I wow. was looking at myself. Wow, we've been going for 35 minutes. Um, Timmy True Love was the start of my, I mean, that was quite a serious role. Mm-hmm. Um, but in a way, I sort of like playing someone that, at least wants to be the hero. I don't know. So you don't see yourself as wanting to be a hero. I, I I don't see myself as a as a hero, but I would like to be. I think I really want to be. I really, really want to be the one. So I see you on stage and I say... What do you think? That's a hero. No, you don't. That's a hero. No, Fender, you don't. Fender, Fender Foo Fighters song plays. I really wish you meant that. What, that the Foo Fighters song plays? No, that you thought I was a hero. Wow, what a hero. That'd be amazing. 
Yes, I mean, you're the hero of your own story. What do you like about what I do on stage? Well, this kind of grumpiness. <laughs> the yeah. kind of grumpiness you're kind of doing right now. Uh, oh, yeah? Yeah, that, that's funny. Yeah? <laughs> How do I make you more grumpy? <laughs> well, make me sit here for a little while longer. Um, yeah. Oh, you like you like me you like my grumpiness on stage. Yes. Yeah. Kind of erratic sometimes, right? Kind of a oh yeah. See, I don't know when, who's who's talking, Ross or Ross. You know what I mean? One thing you will learn from this podcast: maybe there's not a difference, but there's most certainly is. Well, that's true, actually, because I'm grumpy on stage, but I've only been doing that because I've learned that I am actually grumpy. Characters are bullshit, are they not? The Pers- most personas. The most, the most authentic, the, the the most, the funniest personas and the best personas are the ones that I feel like are pretty authentic to the performer, that they can turn up and access because it's in there. It's in there. They're just going to turn it to eleven. Yeah, because I, I was talking to someone, I was talking to a comedian that I just met recently and she was like, the first time she saw me was on stage and she was like, oh, because I was being grumpy and a bit annoyed. And then I and then she met me and she was like, oh, you're really nice. And I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah. I just do that on stage because it's fun. Because also I got, a, I got, I think what started that was also because I got a horrific review during comedy festival. And it crushed me. And I was like, oh, okay. And it was from like an, an, a notorious asshole who like is like disrespected in the industry and blah, 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 blah. All my friends were like, ignore it, whatever. But it still really, really sucked. And so then I was like, well, I'm just going to do things for me now. I don't really want to care so much about what other people want. So then I started getting grumpier on stage because I was like, Oh, punk well, rock, f- whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'm a punk. I'm a punk rock artist. I mean, a lot of his older Sex Pistols, they're pretty grumpy. Yeah. You want to know something about that reviewer guy? Do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, I oh, think. You, it, you, it, did you read the review? Um, I think I did. Yeah. Oh yeah, I read it because then I was like, oh, it's the same guy that reviewed me. Did he also give you a? Oh, he. I got it probably worse than you did. <laughs> what What were you gonna say about him? Well, he. He came to the show yeah. during Fringe uh-huh. and like there's a bit in my show where I play like a super fascist right wing like online Alex Jones type host. Mm-hmm. And I was doing something where I was asking, doing Vox Pops mm-hmm. and I asked, I asked some question about like, if abortion would be legalized, does that mean that murder would be legalized in the state of every woman's womb? Or something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was like, well, could this lead to mob hits being performed inside women's wombs? Yeah. And then I was going to go, I asked him. There wasn't many people to ask, and I was picking on a bit other people too much. And the way he reacted, he was taking it so seriously. At such face value, he was like, no. Yeah. Yeah. This is a guy that I think loves to virtue signal a little bit. I think he loves to think, yeah. 
think he likes I th- I I can imagine him taking that wanting to take that seriously to cover his ass and not play <laughs> into the obvious satire that you were doing. Yeah. I don't want to talk about that guy. Oh yeah, I but I, I, but I photoshopped him into a, a person, an re- ISIS member. Really? In my last show, <laughs> I would never be so brave. Yeah, well, he never saw it. I, I, th- <laughs> I mean, there's still time, I guess. I could do it again. Whatever, whatever, whatever. It's negativity, and these are, these people are negative, and then they perpetrate negativity in others. I got a lot of. Pro- I got a lot of. Pro- <laughs> whatever. What do you look good? Do you, how, how do you feel now? Do you feel like lesser? I want you to get to the end of the podcast and not feel like a piece of shit. I don't know. Do I, <laughs> do I look better? Did, did that, did that, I don't know. How do you feel? Did do you that, feel better? Did that real antidote make me look good? Um, I don't know. It's, but it's not, a, but it's, not, it's not about looking good. Do you feel good? I think it is. Oh, re- <laughs> Dougie, Dougie, it's about looking good. That's why when you asked an obviously ridiculous question, you got to just shout no. What was the question? What did I ask you? Oh. Wait, what? What question did I ask you? What are you referencing? Oh, what I did to that reviewer. Oh, right, right, right. You got to shout no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If there's any words you can ha- you have right now. What will it be? What, do you, what what would you like me to do right now? Just call call out the big shots. Um, just fucking just fuck some shit up. Um. Okay. All right. Let's fuck some shit up. Okay. Let's do it. Um. Yeah. Ah. Oh, fucking. Uh, come on, come on, come on. Yeah, just, just fucking get it. Yeah, just, uh, fuck, fuck everyone. Everyone, everyone, shut up. Everyone, fuck off. Everyone, everyone, you know, you know, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, everyone just, just quiet. Let me speak. Everyone, shh, everyone, shut up. Fucking just, oh, Just so everyone knows, we are still talking. This is in dead air. He's just practicing. He's just practicing talking. I don't even know what he's saying now. He could be saying anything. <laughs> he could be saying anything. He could be saying all sorts of things. Like Ross is a shit boy. Why did I agree to this podcast? What is this podcast? Ross should be less confident in himself. He should. He's a piece of shit. He's a bad person. It's my conscience. My conscience. This can't be my conscience. This can't be the conscience. I can't. This is as loud as I can speak. So you have to listen loud. 
I'm listening. I think I heard it. I think I I think that says you are not not a piece of shit. Conscience, do you have anything to plug? Can you even plug anything? Are you a member of SAG? Wow, Conscience, you're doing Melvin Fringe. Dougie, are you doing Melvin Fringe? Yeah, what's going on? I just felt I just had it, took a nap for a little while. Uh, yeah, my Conscience is doing a show at Trades Hall. Oh, really? From Melvin Fringe. Oh, really? Where? What room? I don't know what room. Possibly the same room you're doing. Oh, yeah, me and your Conscience are doing a split pill. Oh, really? Mm. But my Conscience is part of me. <laughs> what could my Conscience oh, possibly Ross. do? <laughs> Oh, Ross, Mr. Ross. <laughs> um, am I supposed to understand what's, hap what's happening right Mr. now? Mr. Uh, <laughs> with the Oh, Ross. Your conscience doesn't exist within you. It doesn't? I am your conscience. I am your conscience now. Wow, this is like that Tom Hanks movie. <laughs> yeah, except uh, it's not Somalian pirates. It's you and your conscience. It's sort of like Dis it's sort of like it's sort of like um what's uh 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 inside out meets Captain Phillips, the film about your life. <laughs> yeah. It's how I always imagined it. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Part yeah. It's uh if you can imagine, that's what it is. Oh, but you're doing a show. Yeah, I'm doing a show. I'm doing my I'm doing my new solo show um in the Everett room at Trades Hall. From October 11th to October 22nd. And I only know that because I had to check that this morning for some boring admin reason. Like knowing when you're supposed to perform. Yes. That's a boring admin reason, right? Yes. I had to make sure it wasn't today. Um, yeah, I'm doing that show. And it's gonna be it's gonna be really fun. Who listens to this? So many people. <laughs> Where do you put it? On well, your, on your website? Oh, it's on Podbean. Podbean. Spotify. Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. What's it called? It's called Ross Petty Destroys Comedy. Ah, oh, cool. How are you feeling about comedy? I mean, you also, when we need to wrap it up, you just say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I opened it up for plugs. Because you, you, we were at a gig, we were at Shrub Comedy. And you and a bunch of other comedians were around having normal comedian chat that comedians who don't know each other talk about like how long you've been doing comedy, blah, blah, blah. And I was sitting away because I just, I was tired. And I heard you say, someone was like, oh, have you enjoyed doing comedy or something? And you're like, yeah, I've really enjoyed it, but I don't think comedy's enjoyed me <laughs> or something like that. It's an abusive relationship. Oh, yeah, I'm but be you honest. love performing comedy. That's something I've noticed with you recently. I'm like, oh, you really love this. And that's a huge thing. I love it when people, I love it when people love comedy. You seem like a real comedy nerd. Yes. Yeah. 
And the joke of my persona is that I'm destroying comedy. Even but though, you love comedy. But I know, for real Ross Purdy. Have you ever tried getting on stage with just joy? I mean, you do have a lot of joy on stage. Hmm. It's a lot of joy in, <laughs> in um, mayhem and destruction. Yeah. I think my favorite line of yours was, tonight you're going to be sleep. No, 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 no. Revenge is a dish best served up the ass. That was my best. Well, those who make a move on the family. Yeah. yeah, I still remember that line. Yeah. Um, but how do you, but are you, are you, but you have a lot of joy with comedy, even if it hasn't, hasn't, even if it's a bit like an abusive partner to you. Oh yeah. Even if we're all have those feelings of like, well, it should be free for a long, right? Yeah. Cause you've been doing comedy for how long? A decade. A decade. A bit, so you started when you were been, how old? It's been a while. 19, which is probably too young to do comedy. You haven't had any life experience. Did you do class clown? Oh no, no, you wouldn't have. Cause that's high school. No, I didn't do class. Did you class. do Raw? Did you ever do Raw? Uh, Raw was my first gig. Right. How did that go? Went pretty well considering. Yeah. Um, I mean, Celia McCullough remembered me the next year. What did you, what do you want to do? I mean, you've been doing it for a decade. I've not been doing live comedy for nearly as long as you have. So I, 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 I still feel a little like, I'm just going to keep following my fun and trying to make stuff that I think will maybe get me on TV. What do you, what, do you want to be on TV? Do you want to be on the gala? Do you want to be like, what do you want to do? As much as I would love to make stuff for TV, I know Australian TV is not looking for the sort of thing I would like to make. Yeah. Isn't, that seems like a shame. I feel like, because I, I was watching your, your set at Shrub, I was like, I was like, man, I'd love to see that on the, I'd love to see that on the gala. I'd love to see you in your pink mask sniffing the audience and then telling them they stink. <laughs> And then saying that John Bon Jovi's the prime minister and you acting like that that's some hot take or some dangerous thing. I was retelling that joke to some other comedians at Limbo. Um, I'd love to see that on the gala. Personally. Maybe one day. Maybe. Maybe. You, you never say never. Yeah. Yeah. Never say never. Never say never. How we do you... just said it so many times. I know. Stop we, saying it. We started out negative. I think now we're ending positive. Yeah. Is that a good full circle moment? I think so. I think even if you, Ross Purdy as the persona, can't admit it, I think you feel a little better after this. I think you feel like a little bit less like a piece of shit. Ross Purdy, the man, would like to say, yes, thank you, Dougie, for being on the show. Yeah, that's okay. That's all right. I hope I was some sort of guest. Oh, you were definitely a type of guest. Yeah. You were definitely on the show. Thanks, man. Thank you. Thank you. I was here for the whole time. For the whole time. All of us. We had a bunch of other guests here sitting next to me, but they, I didn't really want to give up my time, so. I'm, I'm talking now. What was your name, mate? Hunter S. Thompson. Yeah. Sorry, mate. Sorry. I know I was supposed to cut, uh, give past pass over to you like 20 minutes, but I, I was kind of enjoying Working on Ross. God damn it, I was on acid once. Oh, cool. Righto. Yeah, so was Ross. That's cool. Yeah. Gonzo journalist yeah. Hunter S. Thompson. Yeah, he's... Yeah. Okay. He's dead. Yeah. He's come back to life. That's cool. It's too bad the show's over. Yeah, it's too bad. Well, maybe you can talk to him next time. 
There won't be a next time. Shut up. God, his voice is so annoying. His voice is so annoying. I know. It sounds like someone doing a poor impression. Yeah. God, he sounds like a bad impression of himself. That sucks. Been there. Wow, how long was that? 